This is TMBC. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Are you out of your fucking mind? They got my dick missing! Is that dirty enough for you? I don't know if you know this, but I don't speak Russian! Well, hello, beautiful. I told you those savages couldn't be trusted. This all seems horrible. What is the point of all those push-ups if you can't even lift a bloody log? Give me a fat beat to beat my bosses. <laughs> Time to nut up or shut up. Let the games begin. Grab your dog, call your neighbor, and high-five your mom, because we're back. After a brief week of silence, we've returned from the depths of obscurity to deliver our voices straight to your ear holes. Let's meet those voices starting with... Matt, I just got out of the tube, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> out of the tube? I just got out of the tube, man. I don't get the reference. <laughs> Somebody will. All right. And I'll high-five them. <laughs> Through their ears. <laughs> I'm Rachel, and I have not been in any tubes. <laughs> Except the interwebs. Mitch O'Dell, and I like pizza. Mitch likes pizza. <laughs> and I am Jason, and uh, I might be cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get it? That so, might be cool. Yeah, yeah, snuck it in there. Lame. Um, <laughs> it's been it's been a long two weeks uh, since we last spoke to you because of technical difficulties, namely me not bringing the most essential item for recording, and that is a power cord. But we're back, so a dinosaur's tail. <laughs> Speaking of dinosaurs. Two of us haven't seen Jurassic World yet, so we're not going to talk about it right now. You saw it? I did see it. When did you see it? I saw it Thursday. Friday. Oh, Friday. Okay. I yes. saw it Friday. Last night. That's last, last night. night. No, it was last night. Or or almost a week ago in podcast time. Whoa. Yeah. Freaking uh, Back to the Future status. Yeah, let's not, uh, let's not divulge any uh, industry secrets about the movie, but I fucking loved it. Yeah. I, I, I didn't love it, but I have... I have feelings about it that we'll discuss after these two slackers catch up on their pop culture. I was at work. You were at work. Can we get, let's get a verbal commitment from both of you right now that by the time we record our next episode, you'll have seen Jurassic World. And Mad Max. And, and Mad Max. Jesus, tits. I've already seen Mad Max, so that's just Mitch's fault. Yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> okay, but right. I get paid on Thursday, so. There we go. First paycheck in a month. Woo. Ah, Yeah. Rachel, is that a verbal commitment that you'll see Jurassic World by the time we record? I make no promises. We're going to go see it again because they had the sound was super messed up in the theater. Oh, so they gave you free tickets? And they gave us free tickets. I had that happen, and I can't find the free ticket that I got. Not from Jurassic World, but a different movie. I, mean, I it was, have free it, tickets from when I tried to go see Mad Max <laughs> by myself, and the power went out. Oh, jeez. So they gave me free passes. She had some curses going on. I did. <laughs> so I have free passes, too. It's been a journey to see movies for all of us. <laughs> but I, speaking of movies, I, uh, I didn't watch 
a movie, but I read the script for Back to the Future uh, this morning, actually, and it, it freaking brought me back, dude. I didn't realize how long it had been since I saw Back to the Future, and so, like, it was weird remembering things that I didn't realize I remembered and, like, seeing... As I'm reading it, I'm, like, seeing the, the scenes from these movies, like the the Libyans or whatever when they're chasing after Doc Brown and their crazy-ass van. I forgot completely about that and then remembered it and was like, oh, that's crazy. But is it the same without Huey Lewis? You know, honestly, I'll have to watch the movie and find out because no. it, was, it was still great, while, like, reading it and just getting all giddy again about time travel and DeLoreans and, and gigawatts. It was awesome. When was the last time you guys watched Back to the Future? Probably a month ago. Yeah. I watch I saw, it all the time. <laughs> I saw it pretty recently, too. What about I you? think it's been a few years. I've also seen it a billion times. Yeah. See, I, I watched Back to the Future 2, like, a ton of times when we had the, the triple set on, on VHS back in the day and ever since uh, I stopped ever using a VCR I haven't got a new copy of Back to the Future for some reason yeah I keep looking at picking it up now that the Blu-ray's out every time I go into the store I'm like I should get that today and then I decide not to all I'm telling you is that when this baby hits 88 miles per hour you're going to see some serious shit you know (laughs) (laughs) well how many miles per hour are we at right now like 8 Probably, yeah. Maybe, we're, maybe six, something like that. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get up to speed eventually. All right, just checking. We're real professionals. Um, so how, how's 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 everybody's lives going? How's how's your experiences in the world of make believe? <laughs> well, I, I I I did enjoy Jurassic World, Jason. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I you're know you, I know you didn't like it because you're a, a snob. I'm just a hater. Things. I'm not hate, a snob. A little hater. I'm not a hater. I just there were things that I didn't enjoy. There were pl- undeveloped plot themes in no. the film. It wasn't that. It was. <laughs> I. I know. I don't want to get too into it either. But, yeah. You know, I'm such a Dino fan that, like, for me, when I get to see big budget dinosaurs on screen, mm-hmm. I don't need anything else. I don't. There's <laughs> not. I don't. I don't go in to see a movie like that expecting like. Some something that to sh- like shatter my w- worldview of things. It's more just I want to go see people getting chased and eaten by dinosaurs, <laughs> and it delivers. It does. It just and to me, it was really disjointed. It was. I don't even care. It was totally fun. Did the okay? But did the opening score bug you? Yes, a lot. Okay, me too. Cause I wanted the original, and I know that I could tell that they were trying to emulate it but like put a new twist the score itself didn't really bug me that bad but like the the fact that it lasted for like 15 minutes while they're like having regular scenes like and just like talking to each other you're still hearing this music like about as loud as their voices oh no uh that, that didn't me. that didn't bother me what what I, I thought you were referring to was where the like because in the original film mm-hmm. it's you know boom yeah you know whatever <laughs> i can't i don't know it exactly but and they emulated summer. and they were trying to Jurassic World album by Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, no, it's, I, I don't know. Whatever. It was it would you know, and and you know, I guess for me I have to put aside my like critical science nature regarding how inaccurate all those dinosaurs are. 
But that's okay. I can do that just to watch fun dinosaur movie. What was it that they named the giant dinosaur? Uh, the the terrifying awfulosaurus rex. Imperator. Im- 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 no. Im- yeah. It's not Imperius Rex. That's what uh, Submariner says what before he like, to comes out of the water with his... <laughs> yeah, I know. Or no, that's what he says before any fight. Yeah. That's his battle any, Anytime call. he's walking around with his uh, scaled dong hanging out. That's uh, a Speedo, but it's still... It's it's weird. Anyway. Yeah. He needs a costume update. That's all I'm saying. It bo- That bothered me, too, because the dinosaur... Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex. The dinosaur they base that off of, which is an abelosaur. You know, do you remember... Um, they didn't have him in the movie. Never mind. Velociraptors. No. Anyway, you know, you know did you see Disney's dinosaur? No. The CG Disney's Disney dinosaur? It was so terrible. I did a billion years ago. Disney's dinosaur is a great movie, and it's, it's like a land poor time rehashed. Anyway... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue on my, <laughs> my, my nitpicky. The Land Before Time. If only every movie franchise could have as many movies as The Land Before Time, right? That'd be so great. I only saw the first one. <laughs> that was like There's the like one worth watching. There's so now. many, yeah. I wish. I just wish that, like, I don't know. There's a lot of franchises I wish that could have just gone that long. Back to the Future being one of them, you know? Like, ah, oh, crap. I got to save my parents from getting divorced again. Or keep them getting married again. Or oh crap! I shouldn't have eaten that burrito. (laughs) (laughs) Oh crap! I should have made a left there. (laughs) Now I'm in construction. Rachel, apart from playing Diablo a lot, (laughs) what have you been up to? Uh, Playing Diablo a (laughs) lot, a whole lot actually. How's Diablo going? It's the dumbest game. It is. But I cannot stop playing it. All you do is explore dungeons and... So, what's, like, what, what is it that it's addicting about it, then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stop playing it. That's fair, I guess. It's that sweet, it's sweet sort... loot. <laughs> yeah, it's all that loot, and it's sort of RPG-ish, and... I don't know. You know, the other day I watched the Adventure Time episode where Finn takes the Fire Princess down into a dungeon to do like a video game style dungeon crawl. Oh yeah. <laughs> I watched that the other so day actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Adventure Time. Have That's you? what I've been doing. I've been watching <laughs> so much Adventure Time lately. <laughs> I watch it every morning when I get ready for work. I watch, I wa- I watch at midnight and then I watch Adventure okay. Time. Because I was about to say, when you said that you watched Adventure Time every morning before, I was like, wait a minute, you told me that you watch at midnight no, before I, work. No, I watch There's at some midnight, here. and then when that's over, then I watch Adventure Time. Uh, yeah, I've been watching like five episodes of Adventure Time every night before I go to sleep. Really? <laughs> I, I, I love that show. It's so I good. like the idea of Adventure Time. I still haven't actually watched an episode. Every time I what? get in... I know. Every time I get in the mood to like watch a show like Adventure Time, I end up watching the regular show. And I love the regular show so much. Try something new. I try a lot of new things. I just haven't tried Adventure Time yet. Because like, I don't feel like Adventure Time is new just because everyone loves it. And so it's like when I'm, when I'm in the mood to like, let's try something new, I like find something stupid. It's a terrible, know. terrible excuse, Jason. It, it is, is a terrible excuse. And I'm not, like, I'm not trying to make excuses. I should have watched Everybody it. Everybody likes it, so I'm not going to watch it. Okay, hipster. <laughs> 
Dude, <laughs> everything I watch is things everyone likes. It's it's. I uh, think Adventure Time is the most charming and has the most heart out of any cartoon I've watched in a long time. Really? Oh, yeah. What about, like, South Park? <laughs> yeah, nice, nice try. <laughs> Adventure Time, to me, Adventure Time, to me, hits the same part of me that Calvin and Hobbes mm. reaches. Really? Yes. Yeah. That, that's a great That's example. actually surprising. I expected something very different out of Adventure uh, Time. No, absolutely. Because I'm it's, an avid Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes fan. It's, oh, me too. And it's absolutely charming and wholesome. And I think it teaches kids really great lessons. And it just feels good to watch. It looks very druggy. It's not. Really? It's no. just it's a little psychedelic, but it's not part of the thing. Mm. I think that's why, because I've always like I've always known just like those like super stoners that love oh, it. Oh no, I I could see that, but I mean no, it's more like I don't know. There's just like it's 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 a how do I I don't know how to like necessarily put it the right way, but it's a show <laughs> of affirmations. Like there's always everybody says yes to everything in the show, and I think that's just puts such a positive story structure on a show where you say yes to everything. So it's like improv. They just say yes and at every turn. Yeah, in a sense. That's sure. Cool. And I don't know. It's just it, it, it's I like it. Yeah. And the Ice King is awesome. He's my favorite. <laughs> the Ice King slash Spongebob. <laughs> yes. I think I love him because he is Spongebob and I watch a lot of Spongebob too. Is the, is the voice of the Ice King Spongebob? Yeah. Yeah, Tom Kenny. Really? Yeah. That's also of Mr. Show fame. That's, it's yes. a little more appealing now to watch Adventure Time, actually. Oh, it's got everybody. It's All the voice actors are the best. Really? It's got... My favorite is um, Kumail Nanjiani as, the, as the, like, this wish master who's just a shadow on the wall. Remind oh, yeah, me yeah. who Kumail Nanjiani so is. Funny. Uh, he's in... What's that show that you made me watch the Season other day? Silicon Valley. Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley. Yeah. Oh, him! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love him. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's amazing. He was in he was in an episode of Community recently mm-hmm. as like this janitor guy that had a vendetta um, out for for uh, the study group Jeff Winger and his buddies because they had caused so much destruction in the school over the years, especially their paintball wars. Oh, I love the paintball wars <laughs> so much. It was so good. I I love Community. Seriously, like season six of Community is fantastic and it's free on Yahoo Screen. So anyone who hasn't watched it should seriously watch it because it's. Probably one of the best seasons. It's been it's been a ride. It's 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 just you know, the only thing that would make it better is a little more Donald Glover, and by a little more I mean any, since <laughs> he hasn't done any. Is he not in it? No, Donald Glover left after season four. Oh. Yeah. Or I think I think he still had like three or four episodes in season five, but yeah, he left to pursue his rap career heavier and then act in movies, namely that terrible horror movie that came out earlier this year. Which one? I don't remember because it was terrible and the previews looked awful and the reviews were awful. Did you guys watch It Follows? It Follows. No. no. But that sounds dumb. Oh, it's the best horror movie of this year, hands down. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What's it about? I don't want to... If you don't know, just go see it. Just go see it? Yeah. You can't give anything away about the plot? It's just... I could, but it's... it's if you haven't seen it, Better to go in blind than... Because Jenna and I both went in blind and walked out of that thing like, wow, that was... I like doing that. 
And I've, I've actually, so I've put myself on, on blinders for Fantastic Four and Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked at any of the stuff that's, that's come out, whether it's trailers or anything like that, for a month now. And I'm like, I'm getting super stoked because I feel like with Ultron, I saw just way too much before that movie came out. I think that is a good way to go for any movie ever. Yeah. I agree. I like going in blind. Yeah. You enjoy it so much more because <laughs> you haven't seen anything, so it's all brand new. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and this goes back to that, that, that one topic I always thought we should talk about that we do not have to talk about today, but the whole spoiler culture and how I hate it. We, yeah, we will definitely have an episode on that. The, so the, the terrible horror movie Donald Glover was in was The Lazarus Effect. Oh, I did not mm. see that. Yeah, I, not a lot of people did. I don't think I've even heard of it. But look at his future acting career. So he's going to be in Magic Mike Double XL later this year. Yay. Yeah. Another movie he's going to be in later this year, The Martian. Ooh. Donald Glover's in The Martian. And, well, what, for like two minutes? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they have like a, a Houston. We have a problem throughout the entire thing. Well, there, no. there's some big name actors besides Matt Damon. Yeah, because Houston plays a huge part of the story. Yeah, and then I guess the other ship does too. Yeah, dude, okay. listen, listen to the freaking cast. We've got Matt Damon, Jessica Chastain, Kristen Wiig, Jeff Daniels, Michael Pena, Kate Mara, Sean Bean, Sebastian Stan, Donald Glover, and Shewatel Ejiofor, who oh. is now Baron Mordo. Yay! Yay! That's a big cast. I'm really excited for that movie. Yeah, that's a lot of good actors. Winter Soldier is in there. Freaking Ned Stark is in there. Freaking Invisible Woman is in there. Freaking bodyguard security guy from Ant-Man is there. I don't know what his role is yet. I'm really... Uh, speaking of actors and at roles that have been cast in. Yeah, yeah. The girl who's playing Jean Grey, who also plays Sansa Stark. Yes. I hate her so much. What? <laughs> Sophie Turner? I hate her face. I don't love her, but I, I, I get what you're saying on the face, though. She just has, like, weird eyes. I just don't think she's a good actor. She, maybe she'll pull off Jean Grey just fine, but I don't, I'm not into her. I think she's just, like, I think that in Game of Thrones they have her way too whiny. I think that's probably the biggest problem. Uh, could be She's it. always just, like, bitching and whining, and it's like, shut up. You're royalty, and you haven't really had anything terrible happen to you yet other than Joffrey didn't love you. I know you're... Well, her father died. going and... over Rachel's head. Well, yeah, I mean, her father died, but I mean, I'm on, <laughs> whose you know, dad doesn't get decapitated I'm on, in front of them when they're nine years old? I'm on Team Rachel with Game of Thrones. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. In your Game face. Game of Thrones sucks. Okay, if you say Game of Thrones sucks, you need to give me a reason. If you don't like Game of if you don't like Game of Thrones, that's one thing. But if you say it sucks, Just that means they're saying it has no value. Oh, it doesn't to me. To you? Yeah. But saying it sucks is not just a specific statement to you. Saying it sucks means that it is terrible in general. Oh, it is. You gotta have a defense. I would never say that it sucks, but I would say that it's it's convoluted and it's long-winded. It's very long-winded, but I think they they keep it tight for what it is. It's because it's a very long-form story. I know. I read all the books. Yeah. I got Game of Thrones cred, and I still don't really like it. Really, man. In my defense, I tried to watch it. And it was really boring. And I have a horrible attention span. <laughs> and every there's too many people. They have too many names. And so I'm instantly like, oh, I don't care about any of these people. So I'm going to yeah. go do something else. It took, me, it took me probably three seasons before I knew everyone's name. But you just remember their faces. And you're like, oh, this is the person who does the thing and the stuff. This yeah, is the lady that, with the dragons. T- that's too much effort. Yeah, I had, a, oh, I had read the books before the 
before the show came on, so I, I read knew, the first. Book. I already knew everybody's names and stuff. That helped a lot. Mm. I've listened to the first two books and then watched the first two seasons. And like Rachel said, I don't care about any of the characters. And I really I wanted to get into it because I like the idea, but I think just deep down in my heart, I'm just not really that into fantasy anything. Hmm. So not even like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. I mean, Lord of the Rings was great for what it was, but. And I really liked it. The Hobbit is a fun yeah. book as a kid, and the movies were terrible. Yeah, I can agree with you there. The I, I could go off for days on how horrible the Hobbit movies are. Yeah. Yeah. I think in general they were... Yeah, it was almost like... I think the only thing the Hobbit movies had going for them was like people wanting Lord of the Rings to last longer. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I don't think anyone really liked them for being good movies. I think it was mostly just like, oh, we're at Middle Earth again. Let's give them another 12 hours of it. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. No, I mean, fantasy in general. I feel like you can set a story in a fantasy realm, and it'd probably be really cool, which is why I'm super excited for the Gunslinger mm-hmm. adaptation, because that's sort of a yeah. fantasy world, but it's Western as well, and yeah. I think that's that's more exciting to me than just this, like, okay, there's um, royalty and some elves and orcs and well they'll fight (laughs) (laughs) the end the end and a dragon (laughs) there has to be a dragon though at any time any fantasy there has to be dragon because i love creatures and i love world building and all that Mm. stuff's super cool to me but i just think that they stick to the this like fantasy trope ideal too much and they don't break free of that to try to I don't know, make something different. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what Game of Thrones was in a sense of like, okay, here's this, like, this is X amount of years after this Tolkien realm. Yeah. It's kind of, it's interesting. Fantasy's, fantasy's weird, but there's there's some that I really like. It's definitely not my favorite genre. Like, I don't seek fantasy out very much. Mm-mm, me neither. Um, but uh, when, I, when I come across some good fantasy, I like it. Mitch. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, you're... That's no, totally Mitch's turn. What have, what have you been consuming in your in your make believe worlds uh, this week? We've got so far. Rachel's been immersed in Diablo. Mitch has seen Jurassic oh, well, World. Well, I I did read a uh, Dead Man. Oh, really quick before we get to Mitch, <laughs> <laughs> opinion and and synopsis on Dead Man. Uh, I have to tell you about Dead Man. Just I mean, quick little. You don't have to like dig into like the deep details, but like just an overview for those who might not know who Dead Man is. Oh, I'm terrible at this. It's all right. Uh, Dead Man. What's his name? Boston. Was that his first name or his last name? I can't remember. Dead Man's one of the DC characters that I really don't know tons about, other than the fact that he was created by Neil Adams. Okay. Well, he's in the circus, and he dresses up as Dead Man, and he does his... Boston Brand was the name. Boston Brand, that was it. All right. Yeah. So, one night, he goes to do his act... He gets shot, and so he plummets and dies. So he dies in his dead man outfit. That's why he's in his outfit, which I thought was pretty cool. That is interesting. It makes I've a little more sense. I've always why it looks so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Looks like one of the flying yeah. Grayson's. And so there's some other mystic fella in the circus that tells him that, oh, you've been given this gift, and you need to find your killer, and once you do, then you can finally rest. Wow. So it's just him trying to find out who murdered him. So he's just following clues, and he can 
touch somebody and basically possess them Mm -hmm. and use their bodies to go find more clues. So it's actually really interesting. I really enjoyed it. My only problem with it is since it's a very old comic, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of wise guys in it. (laughs) And everybody is called baby. Mm. Male, female, your baby. What's up, baby? Yeah, baby and wise guys. Like that classic agent talk. Yeah, yeah. Hey, baby. That, that's all it is, but... <laughs> that's cool. No, I, I really, really loved it. Really quick, before the internet gets really mad at me, I said that Dead Man was created by Neil Adams. He wasn't created by Neil Adams, but he was made a lot more famous by Neil Adams, whose series is the one that you started reading. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. just Before people get really mad and go, I don't know anything. <laughs> 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 all right. Now to Mitch. I've had a pretty boring week. Really? Yeah. He, bought, he did buy cottage cheese, though. <laughs> yeah, I bought cottage cheese. I did play some Cards Against Humanity last night. It's a great game. Oh, it was really good. If anyone ever wants to make a party fun, Cards Against Humanity is a good way to do it. Oh, bees? Yeah. Hmm? Bees? What hmm. about bees? Bees? Huh? Bees? <laughs> I'm confused. Bees? I'm very confused. You need to explain yourself. Yes. Rachel, have have you ever played Cards Against Humanity? Yeah. Yes. The card. A lot. The card. Bees? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mostly deal in expansion packs because crabs adjust humidity is quite entertaining. Is it? That sounds amazing. It's a third party. It's a third party Cards Against Humanity expansion pack. And they've got like, I think nine of them now. And they are they are quite intense. There's like Cards Against Humanity goes pretty far, but Crabs Adjust Humidity just takes it all the way under the sea. The, you you know, find Atlantis. The thing the thing is with cards is yeah you you have to keep getting expansion packs because true. it gets played out after two or three times. Yeah, and it's not funny anymore. It's true. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah that's why I like it because the expansion packs are only like five ten bucks or something like that. So it's it's something that it's like you know you only have a party you know, once, maybe twice a month where you're playing with them. And so it's like, you can buy an expansion pack twice a year or something, 20 bucks. It's, it's all good, you know? Yeah, when the Emperor like a healthy habit. Parties like every other weekend. Yeah, or you can just be party guy Mitch, as, as people uh, call him. Mitch Party Master Guy is his nickname. I think they call me the alcoholic. <laughs> Mitch, the you, alcoholic. Need, you need like, just, you just need to get like Twister or something. Yeah. And we got karaoke that we do. I've got a Twister blanket. I only play my Twister. Twister blanket. I only play Twister when '80s hair metal is playing, so that way I can play Twister Sister, like Twisted Sister. Get it? '80s. It's that was a dumb joke. We'll just move right on. <laughs> I should make yeah. some sort of like D Snide or comment about that. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it, it it ended up being a lot worse than it was in my head. So I'm just gonna pretend that I didn't make that joke. Um, I think what I just said went over Jason's head, though. I think it did too. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> D. Snyder's lead singer, D. Snyder, Twisted lead sister. singer of Twisted Sister. Uh, <laughs> I don't it know that like much about Sarah them. Jessica Parker. <laughs> Sarah like Jessica twins. Parker looks like a horse. What was the What was the movie from the '90s that D. Schneider was in that had like a like a new metal soundtrack? Uh, I can't even remember. I'm gonna look it up. I don't know. Was Steel Panther? You guys ever hear their no um, Christmas was, album? No. It's they the made a Christmas, Christmas album. album of all time. There is a Twisted Sister Christmas yep. album out there. That's I really, amazing. I really wish you wouldn't have told him that. 
It's so good. That's going to be all I Kidding listen me? to. Kidding me? I listen to that week. every Christmas. <laughs> Hell, I'll listen to it when it's not Christmas. Is it as oh, good man. as Run DMC's Christmas album? Because that one's way better, probably. I'm not a rap probably. guy. Probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> was it Strangeland? Yeah, Strangeland. <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. That was a dumb movie, but it had a cool soundtrack. <laughs> so was there, was there any partaking of fictional material uh, in the last two weeks since we heard from you, Mitch? Uh, watching X-Men with my kids. Hell yeah. The 90s cartoon, because I've got them all on DVD. Greatest cartoon ever besides Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Well... Besides, like, I think, I think in the top five cartoons, you've got, like, Batman the Animated Series, the X-Men cartoon, Scooby-Doo, and probably, like, the, I, I don't know, I might just combine the DC Animated Universe all into one big thing. God, way to convolute it, Jason. Jeez. Because there's so much good stuff. And then, like, Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, man, if I was going to do my top The 90s five. Spider-Man is better than Spectacular Spider-Man. The 90s Spider-Man's pretty good, but, man, Spectacular was, was solid. Mm, 90s is better. A lot of people man, didn't like the animation so good. style. But the 90s one is good, but Spectacular was, like, I don't know, it's such a great intro to, like, the, I don't know, the, the universe, the story, like, all the spider stuff, and especially especially Venom and Eddie Brock. Like, it, it probably, I think it was the best so far interpretation outside of comics of, mm. of Eddie Brock and Venom. But that's just me. They did say bro way too much, though. Between each other, what are you yeah. talking about, bro? There was like it was like their nickname for each other. Well, because they were like high, they were both high school friends. Yeah, yeah. Which was super annoying because Eddie Brock was never a high schooler in the comics ever. Yeah. Well, no, no, Eddie Eddie wasn't in at the high school. He just worked at the lab in Spectacular Spider Man. He wasn't in high school. Either. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I never really watched Spectacular Spider Man. Jesus, I probably did. And uh, it's a good show, man. For some reasons, don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, freak, man. Uh... <laughs> Gosh, Jason. <laughs> Language. I know, I know. Um, let's let's go ahead and just dive into like what's been freaking happening in the in the world of, in the world of geek stuff lately. Um, so we we got some Civil War details on on some random stuff. Nothing really spoilery. Just you know some details surrounding the characters and things like that. Didn't we? W- Never mind. No, this is new stuff. We talked. We talked a little bit about Civil War before. This is brief. <laughs> no, I just. I, I thought we had a conversation about how media blackouts on. Yeah. No. On spoiler stuff. This isn't really spoilers. This is just like random little costume details and stuff. <laughs> just being. Just being a jackass. I know. <laughs> no, we ain't spoiling nothing. So this is mainly just costume stuff. Spoiler uh, alert. Black. Hashtag 42-year-old spoiler. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There's, there's like a handful of things that are unanimously decided that no one shall ever speak of because it may be a spoiler and they're like the world's best spoilers. And I ruined one today. And you ruined one of them today. That well, was unfortunate, and you have a lot of internet friends who are really mad at you right now. I'm confused. Did I miss something? She said... I can't even say it on the radio. No, we shouldn't say it. Uh, we'll, we'll just say that I... She said Soylent Green was... I, hmm. I posted something <laughs> on the Instagrams and the Facebook about Soylent Green, and I... And what it co- is and constituted is in Soylent Green. It's made of plankton, you guys. <laughs> I promise. No, I was giving Rachel crap, because Soylent Green... <laughs> 
Usual suspects. Uh, I guess Darth Vader's the lost cause at this point. Yeah, Darth Vader's the lost cause. Unanimous spoilers that I think should remain spoilers. Because, I'm just kidding. Everybody knows Soylent Green is people, guys. <laughs> it's been people for years. I spoiled it, and I said that it was people, and... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Although I do think it's really cool that someone's making a product now that is a meal replacement that's called Soylent Green. I know. <laughs> 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 I'd eat that. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Jason, we're, we're, we ratcheted up to like an 18 to 20 miles per hour now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. we're rolling along. Uh, so we just basically costume details, which it's kind of nice. So first of all, Black Panther, his costume is going to be, like, shrouded in vibranium. He's going to have, like, vibranium claws, which means he can cut Captain America's shield, basically. And we also may see Cap in some sort of chainmail-type suit like he has in the comics, which sounds like it would look really weird on screen. Like, because you know how in the comics that blue part of the top has, like, that weird chainmail thing? I don't know. Yeah. How do you think they would actually do that in movies? Look, like, super, I don't know. Compared to the rest of like what he's worn before, I feel like it would look super weird. Yeah, I prefer him in the stealth suit. Yeah, me too. I prefer uh, I prefer him without a sh- suit at all. But well, second yeah. to that. But that's private details. <laughs> that is. That's. I should have kept that for my <laughs> confession. You should have. Um, and then let's see. So War Machine will be getting a bit of an armor upgrade. Um, and I, it looks like they're trying to differentiate him a little more from Iron Man, so they're going to make him look a little more tank-like. He's going to have a big old war cannon shoulder thing that he can detach and use as, like, a war hammer. Because who doesn't want to smash people with their machine gun? That sounds fucking awesome. Sounds kind of cool. Um, and then Hawkeye will actually finally be wearing some purple. Some straight-up purple. And he'll, be ha- he'll have a full sleeve on one side of his costume, like archers do sometimes but he won't be getting any kind of mask so and then uh also well okay so that one's a spoiler i'm i'm just gonna skip over what it says about ant-man but also falcon will be seeing red wing in the comics falcon telepathically controls a bird named red wing and in uh in the movie he will be controlling a drone named falcor named <laughs> also named red wing <laughs> <laughs> I hope they make I hope they make the drone look like a bird though. That'd be awesome. Just blend in with other birds. Except it's a robot bird. Like in That would be cool. Like in uh, the Incredibles on the island. Oh, I was thinking Clash of the Titans, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you said robot bird. Hey, any any robot bird you can think of works. It's it's okay. Yeah, I'd much rather have the clockwork owl than the... Hell yeah. <laughs> So, Mark Ruffalo, and this, again, not really a spoiler, but he's... Mark Ruffalo hasn't closed the door or opened the door yet to being in Civil War. So, you know, maybe, maybe not. So nobody knows. So nobody knows. And what we do know is that Asa Butterfield will not be Spider-Man, which is unfortunate. It's very upsetting. Yeah. But you gotta trust him. You gotta gotta just just go along with it, you know? I just am... You just go along with Marvel. You know what? I don't really care who plays Spider-Man as long as it's like as long as they make a good movie. I don't. I oh yeah. Just, I, I don't, don't want care. that kid from The Walking Dead though. Coral. 
I saw I see that in the he run was eliminated. for Spidey. Yeah, uh, he, he was, I, but he was eliminated. Oh, recently. oh, thank God. Okay, yeah, he's not that great of an actor. Oh, I hate that kid. Coral. Coral. <laughs> I want to push that kid it's over. Chandler Riggs. <laughs> that his name? Chandler Riggs. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of The Walking Dead. Speaking of The Walking Dead, a Walking Dead star recently got cast in a Marvel film, and it wasn't Coral getting cast as Spider-Man. Coral! Anyone want to enlighten us on who got cast as who in the Marvel Universe? That bastard Shane. Bastard Shane. Who did he get cast as? The oh. Punisher. The yeah. Punisher. Frank I'm Castle. So excited. Yeah, it's pretty dope that they're going to put Frank Castle in the Daredevil series. That's awesome. He fit. I mean, he fits. That's probably the best way to introduce him, other than in Captain America Civil War, having him go up against Crossbones, which I would love to see, but it's not going to happen. I think it's you cool know what that it'll su- be in Daredevil, though. I think it is. Yeah. I'm surprised that they're not dumping more into the other... I mean, when's Jessica Jones supposed to come out? Uh, late this year. Oh, so they're going to do one in sp- spring and one in fall? Yeah, I think that's... Plenty. Yeah. Kind of like they do with the movies. Ah, uh, okay. And did you see that they renamed it? It's no longer AKA Jessica Jones. It's just Marvel's Jessica Jones. I, I like Which the is change. a good idea. Yeah. I don't have a. I, I don't care. Yeah. I really <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad I just, it. I just want to watch it. <laughs> I just thought that AKA just sounded a little bit goofy. Yeah. Well, I so. think everyone was calling it Jessica Jones anyway, so I was like, yeah. well, let's just make it more streamlined. Well, it's sort of because her name. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she's she's alias. She's yeah. got a lot of names. Yeah. Um, and then another person who was cast in the Marvel universe recently was Chiwetel Ejiofor, cast as Baron Mordo in uh, in Doctor Strange. What y'all think about that? I'm for it. You're for it. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yeah. I just, no, I think it'll be awesome. I'm like, I'm so curious what direction they're going in with this movie because they've got freaking horror writers hor- or a horror writer and a horror director for it. You got Benedict Cumberbatch, now Chiwetel Ejiofor, <coughs> and apparently Tilda Swinton might be the ancient one. Which is amazing. That's, I love her so much. Sick. I, I'm getting like really goosebumpy for this for this movie. Like, I mean, anything with Bingle Dip Cumberflaff is is awesome, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, <laughs> in other casting news related to the MCU, we have one MCU alumni being cast in a, a rebooted franchise. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to be in Ghostbusters. Anyone know the, the role that he's going to be playing in Ghostbusters? The receptionist? The receptionist, because screw your gender roles, America. We've got female Ghostbusters and a male receptionist. I like the idea though. Like I'm making fun of it, but it's it's I it's nah, pretty cool. I'm okay with it. As long as he wears like a super tight receptionist outfit, you know, like a weird V-neck, <laughs> you know, like in like a skirt or something. But I, I don't want him Man, to be, be stupid sexy. in it. Like I don't want his personality to be just a big dumb jock. I feel like that's what he'll probably be. Because if it is, then that's just annoying. Yeah, I for for all the love that I give Paul Feig, because I mean. Bridesmaids was great, and he's he's a great guy. But like his character, like a lot of his characters are usually very one dimensional, and I think it it works better like that in comedies a lot of the time. But I'm not I'm not expecting like a, a huge performance out of Chris Hemsworth for this one. No, but it'll be funny. Probably I'll, I'll still see it yeah, most likely, but mm, I won't. Yeah. You won't see it. 
We're not going <laughs> to see the female Ghostbusters. I expect a really knockdown performance by Chris Hemsworth as the receptionist. And if you don't think it's going to happen, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I I'm glad I swayed you. No, I am I am stoked for that. I think it's all four of those women are hilarious, and I. I think that movie's going to be super funny. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Melissa McCarthy, and like I was, but I just feel like she gets too much attention sometimes for no reason. I didn't like her until I watched Saint Vincent. Really? And I actually really enjoyed her. She was on screen as Bill Murray. Isn't she the new spy movie that's called Spy? Yeah, yeah I, I am I not interested in seeing it. Seen it got it. super good reviews. Really? Yeah, I've heard great things yeah, about it's it be super but funny. i just i feel like she's very similar in like all of her movies like in in uh, the heat and uh what was that one with jason bateman uh identity thief and then tammy like it's just so similar that i'm i didn't sick of but you're also listing off mediocre movies well yeah but it's just like I've, i don't know i'll i'll probably watch she it. can act she can. Yeah. No, she can act. I, I just feel I, like she I really gets cast enjoyed her in stupid Saint things. Vincent, oh, sure. She crushed it in Bridesmaids. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's just I feel like that's the character that she's played in everything since then apart from probably St. Vincent. It didn't look like it was the same. You could but, say yeah. the same thing about Dan Aykroyd. Exactly. Who was hilarious in Ghostbusters. In Ghostbusters, yeah. And that I, I in Bridesmaids Melissa McCarthy was hilarious. I just haven't really enjoyed her that much in anything else yet. Well, okay, so minus her, Kristen Wiig. Same. She's the funniest. She can play the same character for days, and I'll still watch her and laugh. I don't know. A lot of people <laughs> love Kristen Wiig, and it's the same thing for me. It's just like, eh. I don't know. Maybe call me a hater. He's such a hater. I know. I know. I'm the worst. It's just because they're women, and I'm a, I'm a pig. I'm one of the oppressive men. Me yeah. and you both. Yeah. If, if Kristen Wiig goes on, and she's just if her character is the target lady, I would be the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Okay, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> My blood sugar's like, I need an ailment. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> so funny. Oh. I do. I, man, Saturday Night Live is so good sometimes, but so bad at others. It's very hit and miss. It's yeah. extremely hit and miss. Oh, speaking of hit and miss, we watched Saturday Night Live the other day with The Rock, and it was pretty funny. Because mm-hmm. he's generally pretty good on that show. Yeah. And then Jenna and, and I were... Uh, Hitting each other and missing. Hitting each other and missing. Um, no, we were. It was hot, and we, we were. We were just wanting to go see a movie, so we ended up going to see San Andreas. Uh, <laughs> how was that? Oh man! Give us your quick review on San Andreas. I want to hear it. Uh, okay, my quick review on San Andreas uh, is: we after the film went home and watched a little short on the internet called San Andreas without the special effects and that was a better movie. <laughs> That's awesome. I think that movie should just be called Why You Shouldn't Move to California. That movie should be called Let's Not Make These Stupid Movies Anymore. <laughs> that movie should be called Can We Hurry Up and Watch Shazam so that Rock can be in a good movie again. Uh, I can't wait for Shazam. No, it was, it was remarkably dumb. That's good. That's always good to hear. <laughs> That's always good to hear. <laughs> so, okay. I love stupid movies. Yeah, I kind of do too. I mean, I I can like get into dumb movies and like d- uh, like, you know, catastrophe movies or whatever, but this was painful. Yeah. That sounds like I like The Day After Tomorrow, that was a pretty fun movie, you know, it was pretty dumb. Twister, that yeah. was a good movie. I never saw Twister. It was I played Twister. 
once. Not the same. Not the, no, is it? Not, no. I thought I thought it was <laughs> not like the same at all. I thought it was like you know how they're adapting a lot of Hasbro it's like Battleship. Stuff. Yeah, I thought it was like Battleship or Transformers <laughs> or like you know. I thought it was just the same God, thing. You're so young. Yeah, Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton play Twister, and oh. shit gets crazy. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> Man, I love I love the Hasbro franchises. Remember that scene? Remember that scene where they're like left hand yellow? And I was like, oh shit! And then they almost fell over. Uh, I know his foot was oh, already man. there. Don't get orange juice in your nose from laughing. It doesn't feel very good. Yeah, I bet citrus and nostrils don't blend well. Yeah. So <laughs> shit. Jesus Christ. Um. Do you guys want to hear some details, non-spoilerific, just just world-setting details? Just, about I just don't care. Star anymore. Wars anthology, Rogue One. Uh, no, no. I I, I am on a Star Wars hundred percent blackout. So you don't even want to know what time period this movie is set in. Nope. Wow, what a bummer, man. I, I'd rather not know anything about Star Wars. No, actually. Star Wars of, of everything. This like, isn't Force Unleashed, though. It's Rogue One. Force Unleashed was uh, or, I mean, mediocre Force video Unleashed. game. Force Awakens, sorry. I... Jason. Oh, Fired. I know. No, I, 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 I am setting... I will, like, everyone's, like, I'll see what's going on with Marvel stuff or whatever, and it's like, I don't want, like, plot details, but if they show costumes, they'll look at them. Star Wars, nothing. 100%, nothing. All right. I don't want to know I'll grant anything. your wish. <laughs> Sorry, fans who want to hear us not yeah. talk about Star Wars. I know. Um, so things that, that are awesome and rock and, and are amazing and, and perfect in every way. Uh, Matthew Vaughn is writing a, the script for the Kingsman sequel. Yay! Yay! More exploding heads! Yay! And spy action! Yeah. And actors that we never heard of before but are actually really awesome! Yay! I agree. I, I watch a lot of BBC, so... None of that was new to me. <laughs> the two leads weren't new to you? Colin Firth? No, the kids. Oh, the kids? Yeah, all of the... Come on. You think any of the old actors were anything new? I'll just put in my female point, though. Colin Firth in a suit? Mm. Oof. My oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> even from my straight male point, I question my sexuality anytime. I don't even care <laughs> that he killed all those people. I know. Yeah, I love. I loved how they structured that movie though, where all the old, like all the old agents, were actors that were super well established, like Colin Firth, Mark Strong, Michael Caine. Like, they were well established people yeah. that you've known before, and then all the all the young actors were people you've never seen before in anything. I really liked that. It just felt like I don't know. It made like it made the whole feel of like them, the you know the actual the the knights of the round table or the kingsmen were. You know, established and, and well, because since you've actually seen him. handing the torch, yeah, down. yeah, and Taron Egerton or whatever, he was awesome in the lead role. I loved him. No, he was awesome. And same with uh, Roxy, whatever that girl's name is. I'd like her too. I don't know her name. Yeah, I don't know her name either. But I'm she's really awesome. bad with names. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm glad that Matthew Vaughn keeps doing awesome things and that Fox keeps keeps letting him do whatever he wants. Like he's such an awesome writer and director. He's done so many. Great things, and normally it's Mark Miller adaptations, but he's he's great, like Kick Ass and X Men, and like it's, it's all just Mark Miller stuff. But keep doing it, man. Um, a little bit of sad news, guys. I'm gonna bring it down just real quick. This one. Let's all prepare. This one hits home. Christopher Lee passed away at the age of 93. Man, 90 freaking three. 
Count Dooku slash Saruman slash Metal Singer slash Awesome Gentleman. Dude was 93. Slash Dracula. Slash Dracula. Best Dracula. Dude. And Bond like, villain. I, I watched uh, The Man with the Golden Gun oh, the yeah. other day. Nice. Yeah. He's what a stud. Like for he real. He was so studly in that movie. He yeah. looked great. He's a stud in everything. I mean, you just think about like when he was doing Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, he was in his late 80s. He did not look like he still was like full of life. And he was general, looking pretty like, rough in The Hobbit, though. He was looking fairly rough in The Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But I mean, for a guy that's above 90 years old. What I'm not saying. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's just crazy that because I mean, as far as like his liveliness and, and how he spoke and everything, like you would not be able to tell that he was quite that old from just the way he talked. And, oh, and, and apparently he had a a metal album. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, a Christmas <laughs> metal album that he yeah. releases every year. Crazy, <laughs> crazy dude. But awesome. yeah, what a stud! Hopefully he's he's out with Leonard Nimoy enjoying a nice game of galactic chess. But yeah, what do they call that chess Hollow game? Chess. Hollow chess. There we go. Yeah. Um, so another reboot that is happening is, uh, is reboot the, one of the very first CG animated series from Cartoon Network back in the day, um, is getting a full on reboot, uh, from Chorus Entertainment, whoever the F that is, but they they've ordered <laughs> 26 episodes of reboot the guardian code described as a hybrid slash live action CG animated series. Uh, with a reimagined version of the classic to be produced by Rainmaker Entertainment's mainframe subsidiary. Don't know what most of that means, but sounds like an Avatar TV series type thing, like, you know, combining live action and, and visual effects to sort of be in sync with each other. Sounds cool. I don't know. I'm down. I liked I'll, Reboot when I'll, I was a child. I'll watch it. I yeah. watched Reboot, so... I did, too. It was always so, like... But that kind of sounds like it'll be like that other show, because wasn't that Code Lyoko? Code Lyoko. No, because this is live action slash CG, not animation slash CG. Oh, okay. So it's more oh, like okay. Avatar, you know what I mean, okay. where there's real people, but then they're surrounded by CG stuff and other CG things. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I'll still watch it. Yeah, but. I, I'm excited to at least see it, you know? I think they need to stop rebooting things. We're going to reboot all the things. Ideas, man. There are so many original ideas, and that yet they ch- continue to choose reboots over original ideas, and it's super... It, dep- it does depend on who they are, though, because, I mean, like, Ex Machina, totally original. Inception, I'm not totally saying original. I'm not saying that their Inception was not totally original. They're fairly original, though. Eh, that's debatable, but... It doesn't matter. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sorry. I got Interstellar mixed with Inception. Yeah, no, Interstellar was 2001: A Space Odyssey. Inception was original. Yes, absolutely. And then I'm not saying that there aren't original things coming out. There are a lot of reboots, though. But there are far too many reboots. Yeah. With this like wealth of material that they could pull from instead. They're rebooting freaking Point Break. I know. How stupid is that? Why? Why? I saw the preview for it. It was like it was that. like a bunch of climber dudes instead of yeah. surfers, and I was like, "Oh, that's really? lame." Yeah, like why even use the name? It's dumb. One of my one of my best experiences I've ever had uh, that had to do with Point Break was we went to see Point Break live in California, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, sort of an off Broadway interactive play. 
they, where they tell the whole story of Point Break, and they just pick someone randomly from the crowd to play Keanu Reeves, and they just hold up cue cards <laughs> for him. Oh, and they like, awesome. and they like splash the crowd with water and stuff, and oh my God, it's I, fully I interactive, go. and it's one of the best experiences I've ever had. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. It's amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Because <laughs> they'd hold up a cue card, and the guy would look at it and be like, "Whoa, that's all." Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that was Man, fantastic. The world needs more Keanu. Let's be real. I uh, love, I love how weird he is in real life, like. He's a really weird guy. But he's a he's a good guy. Oh yeah, absolutely good. He's like just weirdly good for someone who's a pretty big name star that's got tons of money pouring in all the time from the movies he's done. Yeah. Like what a stud for staying I I don't know if I'd call him sane, but at least staying a good guy cuz he might be crazy, but he's just like a good kind of crazy, you know? Yeah, he's not like Gary Busey. <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of point break. I love I love the quick little Five second Family Guy bit about Gary Busey, when he like wakes up and looks in the mirror and like, "How you doing, Gary Busey? Oh, I'm great, Gary Busey." <laughs> <laughs> so great, or the commercial he did for Directv. Oh uh, yeah. Hello, pants. Anyway, it was good. It's good stuff. But uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna, I was just gonna make a quick little comment about. And speaking of original things, Looper also fairly original. But I loved Looper. I thought that movie was so great. Yeah, that movie okay, was yeah. amazing. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. I love good time travel. And there's a lot of really shitty time travel out there. Oh, yeah. Just like, you know, Back to the Future, another good time travel movie, man. Did you guys, did you guys ever watch that, uh, I believe it's Spanish, uh, Time Crimes? Yes. I didn't. It's fucking awesome. It's so good. I that loved it so much. so good. What's it about? I mean, obviously time travel. Time travel unwitting time travel and how out of hand it gets real quick. Hmm. Yeah. It's a really it's it, a it, awesome. like the butterfly effect? No. Sorta. Of, no. No. No? No. Not really. Hmm. Yeah, not really. Hmm. But butterfly effect was Yeah, okay. You know what movie was I didn't really think it held up very well. You know what movie was really great? That was Butterfly Effect too. That was like the best <laughs> time travel movie. My that favorite time travel movie I think I've ever seen, which was adapted from a short story called All You Zombies, is Predestination. I will rewatch that over and over oh. and over again, and it's still awesome. It's got Ethan Hawke in it. Mm. Yeah, that was oh, a, that was, I know that movie. Yeah, that it's, was a good movie. It's so yeah, okay. good. Yep. I, I, I like Ethan Hawke. He's... Under, uh, not underappreciated, but he's just he's underutilized sometimes. He is. That just that mongoose mouth of his, something about it. He's still kind of sexy though, in a yeah, weird, ugly, sexy sort yeah. of way. He's like the ugliest <laughs> hot guy I've ever seen in <laughs> yes, my life. That's what it is. So weird. But no, the reason I brought up Looper is just to to talk a little bit about how awesome Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. Man, he's just the greatest dude in the world. Man, he's come a long way from Third Rock from the Sun. He has, man, and his hair has come a short way. Yeah, because he his hair was long before. Now he's <laughs> dreamy. Wait, I don't. He's, I don't, he's always don't, been dreamy. Yeah, so he had long hair, and now it's short. And now it's short. <laughs> so it came a short way. It came a short way. <laughs> very dumb. Very dumb joke. That's what you say. Is humor is my thing. Time was cut short. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> So along with along with the uh, 
the efforts that he's doing to help indie filmmakers get discovered with this show on, I can't remember which channel, but it's called Hit Record. It's a thing that he started online and is now a TV show. Pivot. Pivot. There we go. Um, to help indie filmmakers get discovered, which is super awesome. He's also, and, and we've known about this for a while, but he's been working on a Sandman adaptation. Um, and he's been working very closely with Neil Gaiman to uh, adapt it. Um, and from what he said recently, it's, let's see here. Um, oh, shoot. It, like, they're going to have it uh, in production, I believe, by next year is what he said. I, I can't find the quote anymore. But, yeah, he's... They've had tons of drafts on it. He's been working like intensely with Neil Gaiman on on getting it right. Um, I, I, is Neil Gaiman gonna like do any like some voiceover in that movie just so we can hear I his hope. smooth dulcet tones? Oh Oof. my god! I just listen to that guy talk for days. Yeah. The the most disappointing thing about <laughs> yes. the American Gods audiobook is the fact that Neil Gaiman doesn't read it. I know. When I saw an evening with Neil Gaiman and he like would read bits of his book mm-hmm. it was just like the whole room disappeared and it was just me and him and his voice and it was incredible what's the what's the book he just put out house at the end of the lane or something like that um shoot, uh ocean at the end of the lane that's the one yeah and he narrated that audiobook yeah oh, that's, that's awesome. such a good and i remember book. just listening to that at work just like oh thank you neil <laughs> <laughs> He just barely uh, um, announced it in an interview recently that he's actually coming out with oh, what was the the comic book that he's been working on for a while, or like talked about working on for a while. He's he's coming out with a new, completely new comic book series pretty soon, and I can't for the life of me remember what it is, guys. I'm so terrible. I'd like to see a new Neil Gaiman comic. I know, me too. Yes. I would be happy if he just started pooping out some more novels too, because his novels are so good. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I agree with you. I'm trying to so I'm trying to find right now what uh, what book it is that he's coming out with because I remember I was reading about it this morning and I was super excited. I watched, I watched uh, Stardust the other day. Oh yeah. Oh, with with Daredevil. Charlie Cox. He's uh, yeah. oh that he's is lead. that's right. Yeah. That's who I recognize him from. Yeah, dude. Has anybody read the Sandman Overture? Prequel? No, but I've heard it's good. Oh, it's so good. You guys have to read it. Really? Yes. <laughs> What's so what? What, like, how, what, where does it sort of take place in this? Uh, my current knowledge of it would not be great because I read it so long ago (laughs) (laughs) when it first started coming out, and that was probably about two years ago, maybe. Yeah, so it's been a while since I read it, but that's cool, though. Um, okay, oh, wait, no, I can't find it. We'll talk about it. Well, well, speaking of, um, Guys who are getting back into comics, yeah. Uh, Jonan Vasquez getting back with some uh, with a new Invader Zim comic series. Oh, dude! Oh, yeah, it's so exciting. I mean, well, a him getting back into comics because Johnny and Squee were such great staple comics of my high school years, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, in the two thousands, in college, watching. Hours and hours and <laughs> hours of Invader Zim because it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Invader Zim is is a solid show, man. They... So, yeah, so I hope that so high expectations for a, a good a, a new comic from him. And if it's Invader Zim, that's fine because I don't care as long as there's Gur. 
Did you did you guys read the uh, the Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale Marvel series? The ones that had like Spider Man Blue, Daredevil Yellow, and Hulk Gray. Yes. Did you guys yeah. read those? Really good series. Like awesome intros to the characters. They kind of they were very good. Yeah. Yeah. Super great. And yeah. they so they had a fourth one planned that they never released. That like back in like two thousand and I don't know three or whatever. They just never ended up doing called Captain America White. Mm-hmm. Well, they announced. Uh, just a couple of days ago that they're actually back on and, and it's going to be uh, oh I saw I year. saw that and it didn't click for me yeah. that's awesome I'm super stoked about that um, and then that, so that's what brought it up and, and why I saw that uh, new series from Neil Gaiman was because um, I was reading about that and it's shown like a lot of other series that you know were cancelled and, and uh, might be back on the way um, one of them was also the creator of Samurai Jack is has like for a long time been working on a uh, Luke Cage comic series. Oh, nice! And it was sort of mm-hmm. like on kind of a pause. And Samurai Jack was freaking good, by the way. Samurai Jack was super good. Luke Cage is not the most interesting character to me, so I'd like to see if they could sort of. I I like Luke Cage in the comics as a team member, mm-hmm. so I really enjoy reading comics with him in it that are the New Avengers or the Avengers or or, or Defenders or whatever. Yeah. But him by himself, he's not. He, I don't think he pulls enough sort of interest, at least for me. Like, same with Iron Fist. Like, Iron Fist mm-hmm. is a badass. Well, I think. So I think they'll probably um, release that book. Like, if they, if they are back on for that book, they'll probably release it right around the same time that the Luke Cage Netflix series comes out. That makes sense. If I, you know, if I were to hazard a guess. I wish we would have, wouldn't have to wait four years for Iron Fist. I know. Holy shiz, dude. I'm like it's a bummer because I really want to see an Iron Fist show. I know, especially after seeing Daredevil, oh, yeah, like the know. action that they're capable of in that, and like as soon as Daredevil was over, I was like, okay, skip Jessica Jones, skip yeah. Luke Cage, go straight to Iron Fist. Oh, that'd be so, and especially like, well, dude, Kung Fu Marvel movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, bring it. Yeah, I would. That's the one I'm looking mm. the most forward. Well, to. especially like it would make sense if it came out like around the same time that. Uh, you know that that uh, Doctor Strange comes out. You know, I feel like that would totally make sense. But I'm sure they probably reason. have some sort of plan on why they're releasing it the way they are, though. Yeah. Oh, oh! But they didn't get bumped back even because of Daredevil season two. No, they're they're just adding season two into the mix because okay, yeah. they they kind of left a contingency there of like okay the the shows that are successful were going to greenlight a, a yeah. second season for them as so long as they're not around. bumping it for second Daredevil yeah, as much well, as I want to see second Daredevil I want to see Iron Fist too so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna get pretty uh, hopefully it'll get to a point where it's just like there's always a new one right after the old one. And they're that'd just constantly nice. just dumping them on us. Yeah, that'd be awesome. well, and especially because like at, at this point we don't have to take like there's no breaks from the Marvel Cinematic Universe at all. It's just always going whether it's a movie, a Netflix series, an ABC series. Oh, speaking of, I find oh shit, I didn't. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Except for right now, there's nothing going on right now until I. Uh, I was gonna say I cu- I finished Shield season two, but I actually didn't. I haven't watched the last episode. Oh. <laughs> Oh. I thought I did, and then I remembered that I stopped because I was going to watch it with Jenica. Wow. Well, now we can't talk so, about it. Good, good, uh, good talk, guys. So I found the series. Thanks, that, thanks, Matt. <laughs> I found the series that uh, that Neil Gaiman is going to be working on. It's Miracle Man, or 
as he was originally known. Oh, I, Marvel I read Man. about oh, that. Oh, I read about that. That's been in the works for a while. So, well, so Marvel Man was like the, the Alan Moore one. No, I know. that. But Neil Gaiman taking over, is, that's been in the works for a while. Yeah, no, it's been in the works for a long time, but they finally actually got it going. Because there are a whole bunch of legal issues around it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. And that's up until recently, Marvel wasn't even able to publish all the work that Alan Moore did right. on it, which, by the way, super awesome. Super awesome. Oh, yeah. And uh, the entire the entire legal debate is between DC and Marvel and then, like, the British comic series and then Fawcett Comics, who DC bought, and the whole Captain Marvel, Marvel Man, Shazam, the likeness, all that. There's crazy similarities there, and they were just, like, copying each other, basically, on tons of stuff, but... Alan Moore did awesome work on... What on, was the Alan Moore comic series about the, like, kind of modern-day, like, superhero planet? Like, everybody's a superhero. Superhero planet. Shoot, what was it called? You're not thinking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, are you? I am not. Although that's getting a reboot. Yeah, which... I'm, I'm glad and not glad at the same time, because, like, the first one sucked. The, the first adaptation oh, they attempted. Oh, horrible. Yeah. They're oh. making a, another movie of it? Yeah, they're doing yeah. a new movie. Oh. I'm, way I'm thinking of, um, oh my god! It, Do like, you know what publisher it was for? Not DC. It was just, I think it was post DC. It wasn't Lost Girls, was it? No. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> are you're not thinking of Legion of Superheroes? Are you? No. Okay. <laughs> so I don't think you. This were is l- this is that point in the podcast where everybody's yelling at me because everybody's like. Whoa! It's this obscure thing. It's super. Anyway, the reason I, the reason I brought that up is because uh, I just wanted to use that as a reference for original material that would be super cool. Neonomicon? No. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The Courtyard. Promethea. <laughs> Top ten. Top ten. That's it. Top ten. There we go. Top ten. Top ten would be super cool. Top ten was. Have you read Top Ten? I haven't read it, but I've. It's. I re- highly recommend Top Ten. It was awesome. I actually have. Uh, yeah, I totally have this on my uh, on my wish list. Yeah, me. yeah. Read Top Ten. It's super oh. cool. I'll put that at the top. Um, yeah, no. Alan Moore's Alan Moore's great. Things that he work on, uh, that he works on, are usually pretty awesome. He is kind of an arrogant prick sometimes, though. But his that's, writing is good. That's fine. Yeah. It's okay for him to be a prick. And isn't it weird? He wouldn't let Marvel publish his name on, on any of his Miracle Man stuff. His, so all the, all the paperbacks that they publish say, writer, the original author. They don't say Alan Moore. He wouldn't let him credit him. Because hmm. he's weird like that. He's a weird he, guy. He is a strange fella. Yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let him put his name on the Watchmen adaptation. or uh, I, I, think they, I think he let them put it on V for Vendetta. Um, but I think the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen soured him, and he just can't stand movies at all since then and hates yeah, all of them. Yeah, I, I remember he had a lot to say about Gosh. V for Vendetta. It's like, V for Vendetta is a freaking real good adaptation. Honestly, like, I, I'm a huge fan of both the comic and the movie, and there are parts that they strayed, but in general, I mean, it keeps the theme very well. Agreed. I think, you know, it adapts it slightly, but it's it still does keep that very, like, Thatcher era kind of fear of, of you know her sort of totalitarian government and and every, like it's I don't know Alan Moore bugs me sometimes he <laughs> just because and even Watchmen like they they changed a lot of things in Watchmen like you know Ozymandias didn't attack New York with a giant googly eyed squid instead it was an atomic bomb that he made to look like Doctor Manhattan had set off which I think was a much better choice for cinema 
Um, but it kept the tone. Everything was very similar, you know. It's it just I don't know. It portrayed some of the characters different for sure, but the overall message and plot of the story was generally the same. But Alan Moore just seems to hate everything. Anyway, I could go off on how much I love hate Alan Moore for years, especially right now where I'm in the middle of his Superman writing, and it's very conflicting but still enjoyable. Yeah. Anyway, any any other stuff you guys wanna wanna talk about before we? Uh, Shoot this bottle rocket off into the neighbor's yard. No, I don't think so. There's no? something I had thought of, but I don't remember it now. Your mind went blank. Yep. Ah, hate it when that happens. <coughs> happens all day, every day for me. Just blank slate. <laughs> all right. Well, with that in mind, just give a quick last word of wisdom. Anybody, first person to jump on it. Life advice. This is this is where we get deep, insanely mm. and silently deep. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just stare blankly at you. Read your comics well and drink your soda with ice cubes. Uh, no, you want to do your uh, your uh, internet personality information. Oh yeah, everybody. Where where can people find you? Let's let's start with Mitch. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Mitch O'Dell. You can find me on Twitter at. Mitch underscore Wolverine. Um, I got an Instagram. I don't know what it is. Just find him. Yeah. He'll, he'll link I'm the here. Instagram up with his Twitter so that if you're following his Twitter, you'll see his Instagram feed. There we go. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> um, I am Rachel Pedersen on Facebook. Shala underscore Zeal on Instagram. And... <laughs> And I realized the other day I should have just kept one name for these things. Yeah, and I have everything different. And Twitter I am at I am Dancing Mad. What about you, Matthew? Um, I'm on the internet, too. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like people to check out your band? Uh, if you want to. What is its name? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know why I don't really care so much about telling people that where I am on the internet. Um, uh, Vinyl Tapestries is my band. We uh, have a um, whole ton of gigs coming up that I don't have the dates for in front of me. Okay. Uh, we will be playing the Roots of the Rocks Festival in uh, Beaver, Utah, uh, July 17th, 18th, and 19th. Woo. And we will be opening for K-Flay in Salt Lake City July 28th. So those are two big ones coming All up. Right. When we get those dates, we'll post them on our uh, on our Facebook page. And our Facebook page is uh, Savage Land Podcast. So facebook.com slash Savage Land Podcast. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at Savage Land Pod or Instagram at Savage Land Podcast. And you can follow the TMBC main pages at That Might Be Cool on any social network. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at a white kid or Twitter at white kid tweets. And that it does it for the show. So we bid you adieu and ride your nuclear bomb right into Russia while waving your cowboy hat because Doctor Strange love is the best. Yes. Yeehaw. <laughs>